episode nine we're back it's a new year and we got new problems <laughs> like um we got the we're, we're, we're gonna cover a lot, a lot of stuff this episode so let's get right to it um well for, first of all before we do i want to thank y'all for being staying with us this whole year um we got more dope content coming more podcasts coming we're gonna definitely try to give y'all more this uh this this half of the year than we had before so let's just let's just get right into it um who wants to go first with their topic who wants um john do you want do you want, do you want to talk about about the gamestop stuff oh yeah like sure. the whole stock thing <laughs> okay yeah bet so um so and, okay so y'all have it on already so, um some stocks have been rising of course surprisingly gamestop and amc the tweets that should not be rising at all especially during the pandemic because no one's going to the movies and no one's buying and get some GameStop, right? So people are just making money off of um, these stocks because the people on, on Reddit called the Wall, Star, Wall Street Bets, I'm, I'm assuming, they're just like yeah. putting money into it and then just making it rise. So people in hedge funds, uh, the rich you can call them, are losing like hella bread because they, uh, I, f- I forgot the word they, they gave for it or something like that. I guess they sold, sold it or something, or something like that. So they lost a hella money and they weren't making money. So they got mad about it. Like Robinhood, like started limiting um, how much stocks you can buy, so like you could you couldn't buy as much AMC stock as you wanted or, or um not um, I just said it, GameStop or, BlackBerry, or some some other ones, so and so it was this whole thing about like how like the the rich is getting mad because we taking money from them, and then, but they do it all the time. It's this whole thing. I mean, shoot, I was making money. I got, I had my AMC stock and my Doge coin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I make, I'm making money now. So uh, that's tough. Uh, yes, but, sir. Uh, that's tough. I mean, yeah, that, that, that was what's going on with these stocks. Now that meteoric rise is a disaster for these big Wall Street hedge funds because here's how shorting works. Let's say you think the price of Beanie Babies is going to crash. It's been a long time since they were hot. So you borrow your friend's Pinchers the Lobster Beanie Baby and sell it on eBay. Your friend isn't upset because you're giving them a dollar, plus you've promised to return a Lobster Beanie Baby to them at some point, and if it goes up instead of down, you'll give them a lot more money as collateral on that Beanie Baby. You figure no one collects these anymore. You're actually probably gonna be able to buy one at a lower price and pocket the difference. But while you're doing this, a group on Reddit collectively decides that Beanie Babies are valuable and Importantly, they really don't like you. So they decide to buy up all the Beanie Babies. The price explodes. Now you owe your friend a ton of money, which you have to pay in Beanie Babies, which you can't get because Reddit bought them all. So the price goes sky high, which means you owe even more money in even more Beanie Babies, which drives up the price even more. That goes up in a recursive loop, which means you could theoretically lose infinite money. Again, in Beanie Babies, which you know are worthless, which is why you bet against them. That's what happened to these hedge funds. So far, GameStop short sellers have lost $5 billion. On the bright side, if any of those hedge fund bros are out of work, I know a place that might be hiring. Hey, man. Because I, 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 I remember I saw that, like, all happening. Um... And at first, at first, at first, I didn't didn't know what was going on because I just saw GameStop and like and like you said, like GameStop ain't really doing too hot right now. Like mm-hmm. you can buy like there's there's like like Steam now. You can buy games online. 
like aside, aside, aside from the PS5 drops, they, were, they didn't really have much light to give. So when I saw that, I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold you. It's kind of like that whole parable about like reaping what you sow. Cause they've been stealing, cause they've been stealing, stealing hella money from like, you know, s small businesses and like, wait, what? It was a notification. That was my was alert. Like, <laughs> I forgot I had one. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, you continue. No, you good. Um, but yeah, no, they were stealing hella money from like small businesses and people, especially in the pandemic. Like I know that, you know, colleges and well, first of all, college right now is freaking highway robbery. But anyway, mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, but like colleges are stealing money. The rich are stealing money. The government's still the the, the government's still didn't give people their um their stimulus checks yet, like that whole thing is still going on so it's like it's like how are y'all gonna be mad that we're that we're taking money back that y'all stole from us you know what i mean mm -hmm. and like and like and like we need it more than y'all because y'all good like we you know we just 20 year old black men trying to make it in the world right like, like, it's it's a bag, yo, <laughs> you know yo I mean? some people some people are saying that um like they were like black people found out a way to like um expose the system and now all of a sudden they want to stop because it was literally it was literally people were like all right bet. this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to do it and then you know suddenly robin hood which it's actually hilarious because robin hood you know the mm -hmm. someone on twitter said the tale of robin hood was you know <laughs> from the like you know stole from the rich give to the poor but yeah. like the app robin hood was like you know protect the rich and steal from the poor by doing it so it was like it was it was it was really wild and apparently someone the, apparently there's a movie coming out about it like and i'm like Already? Bro, it's, a movie. Bro, it was it's been five days what they got <laughs> what they got to make a movie on <laughs> i don't i don't know but some people are um saying it should be called the um the wolf of r slash reddit bets <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I mean, I didn't really have any, like, that much stock in those, but, like, watching it go down was actually really, it was really exciting to see, like, how much people go to, like, protect the, like, protect the rich. I'm like, do they really need, do they really need that much money? I mean, no. it's like, y'all really don't need that much money. Y'all just being greedy. Like, let others succeed. That's what I'm saying. Go like, eat, yo. Like there's no reason why, Je like yo, Jeff Bezos was was on track to be the world's first tr like tr trillionaire in like world history. Mm -hmm. Like yo, if he if if he dropped fifty k on the street, it would literally not be not be worth his time to pick that fifty k up. Pocket change. That's pocket okay. change. You know what I'm saying? That's, well, that's like that's, that's tuition to us. Like I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's a whole four years of tuition, <laughs> bro. Loans, <laughs> man. He just has that. Like his wife right now is the richest woman on earth because uh, because of of, of of a divorce settlement. Yeah, mm -hmm. like she like she took half his half his money and is oh, the richest person. That bag. Bruh, and you know what's crazy too is that she's actually donating a lot more than he is to like HBCUs and like um, humanitarian resources and whatever. Like she's she's doing well with her bag, but he's just like, but he but he's just like just pocketing it. Mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm just like, and then it's also funny seeing people try to defend that. It's like, 
the poorest people be defending the richest people i've, I've been noticing <clears throat> like i'm like what flavor boots you want vanilla or chocolate they <laughs> <laughs> really said that yo hey <laughs> but that's real talk though because it's like how are y'all gonna be living in like you know trailer parks and poverty and whatnot and be and be, and be supporting like you know trump's policies that like specifically mm -hmm. like tailored only towards the rich you know what i mean yeah and then they want to be all like to us like you know because like white people normally to black people in the in the general sense are always like you know y'all lazy y'all pick yourself up by the bootstraps you know if you just if you stop playing that rap music and, I, <laughs> and you, you know, know what, what I mean? you know what and, saying that they say that i hate the most what we all have the same 24 hours and I'm like, what time you running? Exactly. I don't know what time you running. Like, first of all, and then it's worse when like black people try to try to be like uh, uh, on that same wave, like the Rock Nation brunch Twitter. Oh my gosh. And like, I and, like, and, like and like freaking like LLC no, Twitter. Yeah, exactly. LLC. Oh my gosh, like, dude. Damn them. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. <laughs> it sounds bad, but like, like they literally be breaking down the freaking stimulus checks and being like, all right, you get 12,000 every month. That's, you know, a hundred to put in the business. You take, a, a, you take another, another 800, that that's a PPE loan. Like you take this, take that. I'm like, do y'all realize how, how, how hard it is to start a business? Like, first, first of, of all, all right, they're also like, not taking into account <laughs> the people that don't get stimulus checks because they're still under their, um, their parents' roof. So now everyone's getting that stimulus. Exactly. Shoot, yeah, exactly. yeah, if, if your parents put you as dependent, yeah, you done bad right now. Like you're not getting nothing, not a single penny. Exactly, bro. And then, then I'm, I'm sitting here like, first of all, starting a business is not easy. In to any like, everybody wants to be Jay Z, but they don't they don't realize that like, dude is 54 and ju and just became a billionaire. Like, exactly. dude's yeah. been hustling for dude's been hustling for 30 plus years and he just became a billionaire. Like this, this stuff don't happen overnight, but y'all want to be on this freaking, like, you know. Nah, LLC, LLC Twitter things, they can snap their fingers and automatically become billionaires. I'm like, it's not like, it, it don't work like that. That's what I'm saying. And like, yo, getting a small business loan, like it's, especially now when small businesses aren't like, aren't, aren't doing too hot, like mm -hmm. banks, <clears throat> like banks banks loan money based off of your ability to pay it back so mm -hmm. so if you're somebody that has bad credit or has a bad, a bad history of not paying stuff back then they won't give you that loan most likely or if or if the climate is more suited to that then they're not gonna give you the money so imagine now it's already hard for us because we're black and you know the, there's all these like different systemic barriers but then add on, add on top of that the small businesses right now are failing like they're not gonna just they're not gonna just like give you a loan, like it's not it's not easy as y'all making it seem. Like the banks are down bad too. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, down it's like, you're about, it's like you're talking about everyone else being down bad. Shoot, the banks are the banks are sitting around saying like, uh, how much we loan out to these people? It's like crap. They doing bad. Crap. We got mm -hmm. we got to take from someone. <laughs> Anyway, you got um, you got something to add to me? Me? Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I barely know anything about stocks, so I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I was just checking because you were because because uh, you, you were looking like looking like you wanted to lean into the mic a little bit, but um, I mean, it's probably the entire like, time. Yo, like, uh, Tell me, it's probably gonna be like <laughs> your thoughts hurt, not me though. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out that freaking Teme got bread. Is that there. I'm like, bro? I actually um I actually got hit up by um these people who do this thing called Amway, and. They said, do you want to start a business? And I'm like, uh, I guess. <laughs> and like, it's kind of like, they didn't, they didn't tell me what the business was, but it just told me, do you want to start a business? And then I get into this whole organization, like Amway. And then when you Google them, apparently it's like a pyramid scheme kind of thing, but like they're alleged, I guess, I guess they're alleged business, but then not every, like, it's kind of like, like forex yeah it's kind of like a very yeah. minimum amount of people um actually are successful from that so it's like when you when you started talking about like um it took jay-z like so many years to be a billionaire i'm like damn right because you know it's not easy um making wealth it's like it takes time and it takes like a lot of growth the amount of times I heard the word forex from LLC Twitter, I want to mute that. Word. <laughs> I want to mute the word forex for like for life. Like y'all heard of forex, you want to hop on this forex? I got a group chat talking about forex, and I was like, "Well, y'all shut up." It's like you must yeah. love, but like, uh, yeah, it's not for me. You got it. Yeah, like, yeah. So y'all can hold that. Like, look, I, I, I got, I got, I got homegirls that like do forex and like they make money off of it, but. I mean, they have to like constantly be on their graphs and like const like constantly be on their um on their feeds, like on their forex feed, like every hour of the day because mm -hmm. the because the market's so so flimsy. I'm like, ain't no one got time to do that. <clears throat> yeah, no time. Like they'll go on my Instagram comments, be like, "Yo, like can I hit you up real quick?" And I'm like, "I guess," and they'll be oh, like, "Yo, I so you had a forex?" I'm like, "Bro, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you got I'm like, yeah. well, forex. one more time, I'm begging you." Shoot, let me just invest in Tesla with Elon Musk. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I also understand that we're in a position to where we're blessed enough to not have to look at that as an option. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we can, like, we're we are we're stable enough to where we don't have to like click on every, you know, money scheme or like every little thing that like comes up, and like you know that's a blessing. So I I, I can definitely take, like empathy on, on those people because mm -hmm. i mean a, a lot of folks are down bad right now like as, as, especially a, a, a lot of folks our age like i got people i got friends in college that like can't come back because they're they're gonna take a leave of absence this year but the temple was like well if you do that then we then we can't give you like your scholarship when you come back so like they're just not in college like one of my friends indigo was like homeless for like like the the majority of of 2020 because of um college and loans and all that kind of stuff like he was living in a park <clears throat> and I, like he's good now he's got he's got an apartment now he's back on his feet but there's so many there's so many other people like that too so i so while it is annoying i can definitely understand why they're pushing it so hard because like especially black folks like we're down bad this year in terms of like uh, for finances, so I, I I can understand it. Down bad this year, bro. Do y'all do you know what month this is? No black person should be down bad this month. 
Yeah, bro. It's um <laughs> now nah, we should be getting we should be getting freaking reparations right now. If Dude, we let me let it. me get a couple more of those um <laughs> stimulus checks. Like let me probably get like six more of those. <laughs> I thought I thought Biden said he was he was given like a stimulus check. Not they, they voted for it. Um, they vote yeah a couple of days ago. It, it was fifty. Like, it, was, it was fifty-one to fifty because it was a tiebreaker, and Kamala had to come and handle that. None of us here. None of us here is getting that stimulus check. I'm sorry, Tenet. None. Mm. None of us I here. Mean, is I literally. That's not working I mean, for us. I'm yeah, no. getting the stimulus check. But um, I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I'm getting one way or another. Like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> for y'all, like, I don't know. <laughs> he's he's like, said, hey. us. Like, like okay. Speak for yourself. I'm getting that stimulus. <laughs> Remember the Fresh Prince meme where he's like, we. We, 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 speaking French all of a sudden, we, like, like, nah, I'm not getting mine though either because I'm written down as a dependent, so, (laughs) rest in peace. Yeah, I I followed my John, I said, yeah, independent, I will not be defended by no one, to my mom, day after, I said, yo, mom, I followed my text myself, much love. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, got it. Uh, let me find out if you get a stimulus check, John. Let me find out. I, I have to, to claim the 600 one because they didn't, they didn't um, direct deposit it to me. So I have to claim it on my taxes anyways. So I have to... Speaking, okay. of, speaking of stimulus, did y'all see there was, this, there was this one black dude on Twitter that was a part of the Capitol storming, but, but he only went to get his stimulus. <laughs> Did y'all oh, see I, that? I, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, it, you know, it worked. About? I think too. That sounds, even... like, that sounds like something that is, uh, you. I I can see. I can see. I can see someone doing that. Yeah, make use of any opportunity. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like yo, look, look, get your bread. Let me find a blank check on that desk. <laughs> like yo, get your bread by any means. Any means. Any means necessary. necessary yo. That, that's what Malcolm X said, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said? I actually don't know. Yeah, yeah. That um, he said, you know, attain freedom by any means. Any means necessary. That's why the that's why the nation of Islam was so militant. Uh, oh, I'm They said, get your bread. Look, <laughs> bread. We getting crumbs out here. Yeah, yeah. We are getting crumbs. We. <laughs> I'm like, shoot. Speak for yourselves. I'm prospering. I'm prospering. I'm living. Prospering. Look. <laughs> Hey, look, we're we're getting we're getting crumbs of the government hands down from the people that have bread. It's like you see that you see that like um politician meme where like though like there's like a water fountain or like one of those like big like water containers and like it's gushing out water to like the rich and like underneath like the the little drops that people are getting is like to like the um like the other citizens like you know like the middle middle class. I don't think I've seen that. No. Yeah, it's. I, I look at that. I'm like, yeah, <clears throat> that's really how it be. I mean, yeah. If we're being real about it, like schools be having multi million dollar endowments, but can't give my friends like a couple thousand for, for, for financial aid. Like, I, college is a scam. <laughs> Colleges don't <laughs> care about nobody. They say, yo, you know you're they, going they to do right now, but what we're gonna do for you? We'll stop your loan interest, and that's it. Like, not lower tuition because we're at home doing online school. Just to stop the loan interest. Yeah, my first I guess. My first year at Temple, my um my roommates 
one of one of my roommates' textbooks cost him five hundred dollars. Oh, one. I I haven't bought a textbook in like two years. One bro. one text. J one, Josh, one so textbook. One textbook was five hundred dollars. Used? Yeah, no sir. No new. Could it be me? Could it be oh me? my goodness, like, man! Could not be me. I, would I buy it. a PDF as soon as possible. As soon as possible. <laughs> I was like, possible. oh, five hundred dollars for a textbook. Like, I was like, mm -mm, return that. Nah, bro. I buy all my joints used every mm -hmm. single one. Mm -hmm. When you buy the textbook, make sure that you wrap it in like some kind of wrapping sheet so that it looks perfect, and then you resell it. Honestly, that's a that's honestly not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, I know some college kids that like get rich off of that, like by reselling books. It's 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 like it's like with uh, reselling sneakers, mm. because like because like they'll look. So like, let's say that they're a business major, right? And then they'll look at like all the business, all the business, all the business classes, and see which, which book is like the highest in demand. Then they'll go get that book and then resell it to to to, to like underclassmen for like like half the price. You know what I hate about hate about that? You'll buy a book for five hundred dollars, and then you'll go to like the the little tent that says like we buy your textbooks, and they'll give you like eighty dollars for that for that textbook back. And I was like, you know how much I dropped on this book? It's like GameStop games. Well, hey. like <laughs> you'll give them freaking Assassin's Creed, newly wrapped, whatever, and they'll give you twelve cents for that. And that's why GameStop is in the way that it is now, and its stock was so cheap. <laughs> yeah, it was. Look at that yeah, stock now. That stock up. Yeah, and the and the PS5 stock is actually up, bro. You don't want to buy GameStop stock. I mean, the PS5 drops have been helping too. Should invest in Dogecoin. Yeah, I mean, it, help, it helps Sony more than um, GameStop. And yeah, yep, I agree with that. Dogecoin, yes, sir. Yeah, Dogecoin. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I bought some like when it's under a cent. Wait, wait, John, do you pronounce it dog coin? Yes, dog or dog. I don't and Josh, you you he pronounce it dodge. dodge. It's, it's whatever. Dodge isn't it doge coin? I call it doge. This man added an accent on the e. All right. Yeah. My, man had, my, my man had to be like superficial with it. Okay. Yeah, got it. Must love, yo. Yeah, dodge. I have like twelve hundred <laughs> dog coins, yo. Dang. Let me buy some. Let me go. Let me go on my eight. Cause bro, like it's really you can put like twenty dollars, bro, and get like a smooth thousand at one point. Yo, it's really not that much to take out your pocket. It's just it's it's Uber eats money at that point. Hey, let me let me find I'm, out. Exactly, exactly. I'm like I have dot. I have Robinhood and Acorn. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to use more. Cause Robinhood be geeking. Well, yeah, Robinhood, yeah, Robinhood to be geeking. Yeah, I mean. Do the hedge funds put all those limitations on Robinhood, so you might have to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah you might yeah, have you to. Might wanna, like, you can try Rebull or Stash. Those are also good alternatives. Yeah, well, anyway, I just hope that people don't, like, well, for one, I hope that, I hope that folks get their money back, but I also hope, but, <laughs> but I also hope that people, like, don't use their stimulus checks to, like, invest like that's, that's exactly what they're going to do i i know but i just i really hope that oh, people not, not all of it like maybe like a, a tag out of it but, i mean don't put the all 1400 you're gonna get into your investing I, I all right hold that. on let me say this if you can let me say this if you're good now and the stimulus is and the stimulus is like a bonus then fine but like oh, if yeah, you don't yeah. but like you know I, not even not even them bro that's, it's like because like 
I would at least keep some of my money because the stock is stock market is up and down. You will blow mm-hmm. that fourteen hundred dollars and what? That could be like no that could be like new equipment for like your business or something. Talking about investing. You could yeah. be investing or also be putting money aside to help your business that you so you can be investing and also trying to grow your business. So you can mm-hmm. have money coming in from both ways. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what but- I'm saying. It's the only invest money you don't mind losing, like. Hundred mm. percent. Mm-hmm. But if y'all freaking can't pay y'all light bills, but you, <laughs> but you, but but you following forex Twitter, like. I know. Yeah, you're know, in the dark. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Let's hope you're making money. Hey, bro. Can you imagine somebody on? Can you imagine somebody on their phone with, with on their phone with like no lights? Like, yes, yeah, my stock. <laughs> So my stuff went up, but did your lights go up though? Nah. <laughs> I'm like, can you can you see while you're cooking? <laughs> y'all can't buy groceries, like, but y'all. Is your fridge <laughs> working right now? Like <laughs> you are you are down bad, right? <laughs> Look at your forex. Yeah. Well, we hope we we the men of God podcast hope hope that y'all are financially responsible with, with what you use. Um, Me. Josh is like, hey, look, y'all can do what y'all do, but I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just so my bag is secured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, yeah, but uh, with, with that, we can go to the next topic, which I actually want to actually I want to tackle this one. I want to talk about false prophecy because I'm gonna need every Christian that was speaking these Trump prophecies to take a step back for a second, all right? Let me just say this. Look at yourself. (laughs) Let me just say this. Me, myself, I'm not really fond of like YouTube prophets or like social media prophets because I think that, I think that, I I I think that God speaks to people in a very, most of the time for words that are specific to them and for their season. So, people will sometimes try to project what they hear onto other people and will like make assumptions based off of that. Like there's, there's a prophet on YouTube named Marcus Rogers. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Bruh, just, just, just hang on, just hang on. Like, look, God fearing man, you know, we brothers in Christ, you know, that's, I'm not here to speak ill upon, upon, upon anybody, but we do need to call it like we see it. I mean, Oh, spade is spade. Yeah, yeah, we gotta call Spade Spade. Like, dude, was like the whole election trail. He was like, you know, saying how God told him that, like, you know, Trump was gonna win, and like we have four more years of Trump, and Trump was not gonna be done, and you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, and he was like, granted, he did say, you know, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But but the way that he was saying it, it was like he knew for sure that that God was gonna make Trump win. So now, to fast forward, and it's like. Not even just him, but like, you know, pastors and like uh, different spiritual figures, like they keep trying to like, they they kept trying to say that, 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 that like Trump was going to win and all this other stuff. And if that's what they believe, then fine. But I feel like since God knew that that Biden was going to win, like y'all sh- like there, there should have been something in your heart to like tell you that this wasn't it, you know, like. I'm making I'm making a, a, a ton of assumptions about people's heart posture and whatnot, but election day had had a lot of folks looking looking foolish. <laughs> nah, because like to add on, because even throughout the 
the constant, the lawyers, the Supreme Court, and then the, the, the electoral vote confirmations, and then the inauguration. It's like, over and over again, it's like, yo, yeah, I still believe that somehow, some way, that Trump will still win. I'm like, bro, like, what more What more needs to happen for you to be like, all right, that's dead, that's keep, keep pushing. Like, as, yeah. soon as, as soon as it was confirmed, what, January 6th? That was like the last chance. It was yeah. over at that point. I want you to know, like, you know, no shade to, no shade to your brother. I don't follow him. I, I straight, I straight up like for that, for that little did, like saga. Did you I follow was, like, him? Huh? Did you follow him like at first? Yeah. Oh, okay. All I right. was like, cause I was like, I will be seeing it. And then I would like read in the comments. And then I would just be like, first of all, why are you, why are you bringing, you know, guys who went into worldly matters such as this? Mm -hmm. like that's like that's like the that's like the first thing is like the and i'm it's like you know again like no shade you know godfrey man he has like great he has like great opinions on like other things but i just feel like it like for a lot of like christian whether it be like youtubers podcasters who are you know like talking about like the election i just thought like it wasn't it and it's not only him it's like oh yeah no yeah it's, it's not only Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to throw us into it as well. But it's like, I don't think we were as like, as blatant, though. No, nah, like, like we, we didn't, didn't, we didn't, we gave our, we didn't pick a side. Yeah, we didn't pick a side. We gave our opinions without bringing God's word into it to twist what we didn't bring like scripture, scriptures into it to sort of like twist the scriptures to fit what we wanted to happen. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that's the, I feel like that's the difference. Right, because we did say like you can vote whoever you want to vote if it's upon you. We have our own yeah. personal opinions. Exactly. Yeah, and um, I think like with the whole prophecy thing, one thing that really caught my eye, and um, one thing that I saw was that I feel like not a lot of people prophesied, but a lot of people believed, and a lot of people spoke it. So a lot of people's judgment came off from a few of the things that these people said. One of the things was that what Trump stood for, a lot of Christians ate that up, gobbled it up, and then they began to follow. And then every single time you hear someone, when you ask them, why are you supporting Trump? Um, their own tale was that because he's standing for Christians and that's why I'm voting for this guy. And it almost felt like oh are we choosing comfort over like the lord's will I, I think this is something that my mom discusses with me all the time when it's like why are we looking at the law to teach our children what is right or wrong if we teach our children what is right right and wrong do you think that if someone, if the law is imposing something else on them, do you think that they would choose to do that when deep down in their heart, they have this conviction that, no, this is right and this is wrong. This is what I grew up to, to know as right or wrong. So there's no way you can impose that thing upon me. So I think with that, it was just like, oh, this is someone who will make us feel comfortable. So I'm going to vote for him. This is someone who had um, my values. I'm going to vote for him. Yeah, it was good that they chose or people were choosing someone who had um christ-like christ-like i put that in quote values but then at the same time what about when they brought up other values that he had and his shiftiness that he had um 
it was easy it was like easy something for for those people to say nah 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 let's 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 overlook that let's look at this instead so it was like people were overlooking certain aspects of him and looking at certain aspects of him um and that like just didn't play well and i feel like even if um he was meant to be the president for the next four years there's so many things that could kick him off look at saul saw in the bible he what did he do he didn't wait because he didn't wait for that little second what happened god was like nah i need a man after my heart and with him who knows what if it might have been his pride that because of what all these people were saying he was so prideful that he believed that it was his right and something that he deserved without an understanding that it was god who placed him there in the first place and that probably would have been what kicked him off so i just i just found it like really interesting that people were picking and choosing what they chose to believe um <clears throat> yeah i yeah no i agree with everything that you said especially the part about how people weren't really prophesying that much they were just like saying what they believed and well let me say that the, this is my opinion for the viewers out there this is just what ade believes about all this but i feel like I feel like the Christian quote unquote Trump supporters, I feel like Trump made them feel comfortable in 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 supporting like the their Trump made them feel comfortable in embracing their more hateful parts of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like the way because like of course Trump has things about, you know, abortion and homosexuality and whatever that like to a very 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 fine extent christians do like follow but it's it's easy to get but when you look at like how 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 he was banning transgender transgender folks from from being in the army how he was putting up travel bans or he was you know taking away funds from services that were that, that were going to help women that were in distress have pregnancies unwanted pregnancies like when you look at all those different things it's like how can you still stand by it and my mom was talking to one of her old old like sunday school teachers on facebook and it's interesting to see how much people will focus on the one issue like you said like they'll just like they'll just say oh you know trump is against you know abortion so therefore i'm going to vote for him or but then they'll be like well then but then what about trump's policies about like Cajun kids at, at, at the at the border of the U.S. Like, mm-hmm. if you are pro-life, that should be as as big of an issue as as it is, right? But mm-hmm. but but folks were just like, you know, bird box in the <laughs> in the whole thing and just like staying blind to it. And I just feel like I feel like Trump. Well, for for, for one, I feel like Trump's 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 presidency was needed this for, for the last four years because it made people wake up christians especially wake up and be like yo like like the world's crazy like we need you know change in here mm-hmm. but i also feel like trump enabled a lot of hateful christian rhetoric that we well i won't say we as in the men of god podcast but i say we as in like as in like truly yielded christians and i i say that term loosely um, but truly yielded Christians need to like revert and need to like help change. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like people use 
use the word prophecy to, to project what they personally wanted to happen. Like Marcus Rogers was on a podcast last week where it was like three other Christian dudes. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the clip here in the podcast when I edited it. But um, it was on a podcast, and these three dudes, all Christian, were like, you know, pretty much calling a spade a spade. And they're like, you know, you said this. Why'd you say that? And he said because he was planning. I'm trans. I'm, I'm trans. Um, uh, I'm loosely translating, but he said because I wanted to build a church, and God was telling me that to to build a church, it would need to be during a time of like rest and during a time of like no activity, AKA quarantine. And this first part of the conversation, I guess for me, Marcus, just to kind of just jump right into it, man. Like a lot of this stuff, like, first off, I, I, I think that you are a, a great communicator. I think that you do a lot of stuff very well and this and that, but I guess like where I get concerned, man, is like a lot of the stuff I see just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now I understand mm -hmm. like there's, there's room for like disagreement and stuff like that. Nobody's saying that. And I don't like personally coming up after people. That's not my thing as much, you know what I mean? Sure. Especially people like you and I get how it is in this, this sphere, but like, um, I guess I, I saw somebody comment and say that at the beginning of the stream, you, admitted that you were wrong or something like that yeah he was very clear and said that he he was wrong on the trump prophecy so and he said it multiple times in this stream john okay and, and what were you wrong on you saying like you were wrong on the prophecy or were you wrong on like how well you like first of all i tell people like i never said god told me trump was going to win a second time what i told people was god gave me a word in south korea about uh, king cyrus and hey he pretty much if you build it in this season i'm a blessing and since I've gotten out, you know, the military, everything that I've built for the kingdom, every revival that we've done, the Bible studies that we've done, God has been blessing it. But I knew that I was supposed to open this church in Chicago, but it wasn't the time. I didn't get the green light from my pastor or none of that stuff. And so in my mind, I'm like, if, if I build it in that season, you're going to bless it. He's talking, God is talking to me about the church. Like, I'm going to have time to build the church. And so that's how I took that as Trump was going to have. Uh, four more years, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to build the church, you know what I'm saying? In this season of grace. And I know people have a whole different, you know, um, view about that. But I look at Joe Biden and then I'm from Chicago with Lightfoot. So I already have this social media platform. I already have all kinds of people coming against me. So, you know, if you're trying to open a church or you're trying to do community centers, there's all kinds of paperwork. There's all kinds of stuff that you got to get approved. So if somebody like Lori Lightfoot, the mentality of her looks at my past or looks at my videos, they might say, oh, you're not going to get this grant or, oh, we're not going to help. Are we going to try to stop you from opening a church in Chicago? So I look at even Joe Biden the same way with the transgender and all the laws and things that you're passing. It's going to affect churches. It's going to affect the kingdom. So for me, it was just like I believe that God was going to allow it to be in that season. But obviously Biden is not now. But, you know, I got like I told them, I have two different groups of Christians. I don't believe this thing is over with Trump. And I think that anybody who believes like, oh, it's just over and Joe Biden is just going to be president and it's smooth. I think after this impeachment thing, like they find out how that goes, you know, oh, is he going to get to run again in 2024? Or then we'll see. I just don't feel like it's just going to go away and be quiet. And I'm not saying, oh, God told me that. That's just what I feel like. It just doesn't feel, you know, right to me. So he took that in his mind to say, Former years of Trump, because Trump equals quarantine, Trump and Trump e Trump e equals COVID. But he then put that out on YouTube to be like, Trump's gonna be president because God told because like God told me so like like you know what I mean? It's he's just like he warped 
what he, he warped whatever, whatever message God may have put on his heart to fit his own rhetoric and to fit his own desire, which is dangerous because people were like hella Christians were like follow him. Hella Christians take what he says as gospel, which they shouldn't, but that's just how people are. And like, it's, it's, it's just dangerous, man. That's why the gift of prophecy is so important, but it's also so fragile because when you prophesy, you need to make sure that what you're saying is truly like yielded to God in every way. And if if one letter of that isn't, then nah, dead that. Yeah, that's that's so important. And I feel like another thing is that like, cause at the time when you first got elected, right? Like it wasn't like a struck. So many people had to praise like, yo God, like why'd you put him in office? Da, 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 da. And then once they got like, the, I guess the, the comfort you could say of him being in office or something like that was, they're, they got, I guess, used to it. It got, you know, like, okay, yeah, I got one to be there. And now that this election came around again, they're like, no, he, he should be, still be there. Of course, he still wants him to be there. Not knowing that, you know, this might be his time is up. This might be time for a switch mm-hmm. instead of him having to stay for another four years. Maybe the four years was all he needed. And all that was needed, that wasn't the plan instead of just him being there. So. Yeah, I feel like this goes on just against the, like, the, um, the cool trust in the lord with all your heart lead and actual not your own understanding because mm-hmm. it's it's like you're all all of this what happened you know i could say this for both republican and democrats they just like they literally was like all right i'm gonna lean on like my own understanding of what it was and i'm going to on my own heart for what I wanted mm-hmm. the outcome so it was like and yeah this was like Christians podcasters youtubers that were all saying this and I'm just like it's n- no this isn't what like you know God wants this what you want so mm-hmm. if you're gonna say it just say it like don't don't use the uh, don't use like the Bible to twist and like cover up what you wanted using like you know the scriptures and giving like evidence to what you want to occur when it's literally like what you wanted into like at this point yeah it gave trump gave like the more hateful side of christians like come out and it gave them the chance to pick and choose like they were like all right as you said with the pro-life thing it's like all right you wanted you know you don't want abortions all right and then you're like all right let's do like detain all these um, kids from the family it's like all right which one which one is it like, if you want to be consistent, be consistent, as we say, you know, keep the same energy. So it's like, if you're, you know, pro-life, then why are you allowing people to be in cages? And going off to the point where we were saying it was necessary for the four years. Yeah, I'd say as, you know, um, ever, I keep on forgetting like the dude that was doing like the podcast that you mentioned earlier, that I, that's how much I like paid attention to it but oh, um it was uh it was ruslan no ruslan the came. um the dude that we were talking about before oh uh, marcus rogers yeah marcus rogers like he was yeah. saying like we needed that we like god was like calling god was calling us to like need the next four years of like trump to you know like see how things are and like help bring like restoration and everything but it's like and honestly we probably needed like the last four years because it revealed a lot like it revealed a lot and 2020 was like the pinnacle mm-hmm. oh like, yeah no yeah 2020 yeah. is like the pinnacle of like everything being revealed like 
the year of like if it was like if it was 2021 was like year of like the year of like revelation like just like putting that out there you mean, what does that you mean, mean? You, mean rev- you mean revelation but it's like but it's like yeah it's like everything that came that happened people like everything throughout like the whole presidential campaign with the pinnacle being storming the capital yeah like yeah i feel like that was like when people were like all right like as you said like wake up like that was a like that was a final like calling and then when biden came in it was like all right just like y'all gotta y'all gotta drop it like it's over yeah i mean it's it's it to me it also shows um i'm trying to figure out how to wear this so i don't sound offensive (laughs) uh it showed me how much christians in the general sense will like yield themselves to the sheer mention of god instead of his presence actually being there like the fact that a lot of Christians were able to follow Trump solely because he claimed to be a Christian and like went to a church and stuff like that, like, you know, held a Bible like this and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It just, it, just, it put a lot into perspective about how, well, for one, I guess how powerful the word of God is and how powerful the sheer mention of God is, which I guess is a good thing in the right context, but it also showed a lot about how it's it's dangerous to put politics with spirituality and it's dangerous to put politics with with god and with jesus because i mean uh when you do that you you open up a whole new door for people to you know come and follow and you know Christians, we love, you know, we love us in Jesus. So if you're, so, you know, if you're in the Capitol building, it, it don't matter what you, I mean, as, again, as, as, as we saw with Trump, it, it don't matter what your policies are, but like, you know, if you're claiming to be Christian, if you're claiming, if you're claiming to hold a Bible, if you're claiming X, Y, and Z, then like nine, nine times out of 10, you're going to have at least a small minority of Christians behind you. Um, especially those that are, mostly uneducated to the greater problems um, in the world. Uh, Yeah, I I just think, I think Christians need to focus on relationship more than religion, because if if you have your own, if you have your own relationship with God, then the whole my mentality thing wouldn't even be a factor. And like the whole, like, like and like different spiritual youtubers and different prof- prophets quote unquote like having large followings like that that wouldn't be a case to to the benefit of christianity in my opinion but um i, I just think there'd be a lot less room for like just fo- like ju- just fo- ju- like just following and like and not asking questions so yeah we just got to be careful man and I think, like, with the thing of, like, Christianity and politics or spirituality and politics, I think um, that is, like, fine, being spiritual in every aspect. But then I feel like if that is going to happen, there is something else that needs to happen, and that is the death of an idea or an opinion 
mm-hmm. you know you can't have an opinion walk in and say i'm going to look at this through a spiritual lens because if you have an opinion and you walk with it and you say i'm going to walk in it with it um a spiritual lens your opinion would come in and it would pervert what you think or the idea that you have and it would just pretty much the truth becomes perverted because of that initial or that um thought idea that you had prior to walking into a situation so that's why i think that is one thing that is key and very important to take a step back and say okay let me strip away all my ideas all the things or all the thoughts that i have or like pre-notions that i have about these people and what is the truth um i think that stepping in through that lens would make it easier to navigate and know the truth especially when um things like for example it almost looked like um this guy was going to win but then things just changed instantly and everyone was like okay what just happened things just changed things are like going towards biden now and i think it is important when you walk in with that view um when things like that when changes like that happen you are able to navigate through it and you're not like holding firmly to something that was in the past but then you know what is going on now you know the reason for what is going on now rather than what you thought would happen yeah absolutely and this is this, this is the last thing i'll say then i'll let y'all chime in some more but it, if if we are going to have a spiritual president or like a christian president or or a christian leader i guess then Christians especially need to hold that dude accountable and like no more of this like single issue following <laughs> like dang you good yeah oh my bad <laughs> um but nah for real like we 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 need to have like no more of this like spirit of this like one issue spirituality and this like well you, yeah and you know Trump is a racist which is condemning the bible but hey ab- abortion like nah dead that like that's why we got to like if we're going to claim the title of christian then then we got to claim everything that that jesus himself stood for and if you if you can't do that or sorry if you think that you know he would have stood for you know a a president that you know did everything that trump did and Hey, read your Bible, man, cuz I don't know what kind of I mean, granted, I don't know I will say that God works in mysterious ways and people obviously voted for Trump for a reason. I do think that Trump, I mean, we said before, Trump Trump's presidency was obviously needed, but we just we we got to be more discerning and like hold leaders, you know, and hold prophets, I guess, Marcus Rogers included, to like that standard and make sure that they're constantly, you know, ch- checking their hearts and not letting their opinions or preferences get in the way of, of what the message is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was my main gripe about it. It's like, people would be like, I mean, yeah, you know, like, I know he's racist and, uh, you know, like, he doesn't care about um, immigrants. He wants them to leave the country, you know, but, you know, yeah, abortion. I'm like, bro, like, yo, you just gotta, you just gotta skip, like, <laughs> how like, you gonna skip, this? Like, this exactly. Like, how, how, how you gonna skip all of this for like this one little- This is one part of it. I'm not going to make any sense. You got the whole alphabet and focused on like three letters. <laughs> I mean, hey, for real, for real. But yeah, man, y'all got anything else to add or should we move on? I just feel like, you know, as you said, if we're gonna be like, if we're gonna like be about it, then like, 
be about it. You don't don't pick and choose when it's convenient for you to like to chime in. It's like if if we do have a leader that's like that, we're gonna have to be like, all right, like this is how we're gonna go. We it's like we can't. It's like if you do this, and it's like this isn't like what any of us believe, and then we're gonna have to hold you accountable for that. Not just what we like, but what we don't like too. As again, like you know, we can't we can't play like only one side of the coin when it's convenient because the coin has two sides, and it can land on, and it can land on whatever side like it wants to at any time. So we're just gonna have to like hold them to accountable to whatever side at all times. Yeah. Um, then again, I think the one thing that I do commend to, uh, commend is uh, their resilience. You know, I, I really do commend the people's resilience um, to be able to stand up for something, even if everything felt like it was going down, you, you kept fighting. I feel like <laughs> Wait, that, yeah, I feel like it, um, like I mean, just hey. the idea or the concept of it, um, that should be implemented when it comes to Christ. You know, like, are you going to be that resilient when it comes to Christ? Um, not concerning all other matters but when it, it is a life or death within christ's sake um are you going to be that resilient are you going to implement that so like what if what would it what would it look like going to death for christ um are you ready to risk your life like these people are risking your life for trump at the capital it, literally it, it, yeah i see that who's walked in yo bro that was crazy man bro we, we can they just open the gates. They said you want. They said you want to go to Narnia. Bet the wardrobe's right here. Yeah, we can. All right, we can delegate some time to this topic. Yo, that was crazy, <laughs> bro. Have you I seen? Have seen what? Have you seen the meme of the of the person that drops from? Uh, she was. I don't know. I think she was climbing up a wall or something, and then she drops down. No, I haven't seen that. She falls off a wall. No, I haven't seen that. But yo, that that day was insane. Like, I live in like I, I live in Maryland, so I live like 20 minutes from where all that all that took place. Like, I'm literally eight eight miles away from where from where, where the capital is. So like, I've 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 like seen like I, I had homies down there that that I had to call and like check in on. Um, and then when they. When they said they were storming the Capitol, I thought, oh, like, you know, they're just storming the freaking, like, you know, field out front. These oh, nah. these people got in, bro. Like, they freaking stole papers. They stole podiums. Got in, bro. They got a whole police escort in. Oh, like, right. Like, they got let in, yo. Because I heard that you can't even walk by, like, the, the sidewalk without getting searched for something, yo. And, like, already nah, days. Now you can't. Like, I worked. So... Two, three summers ago, I worked in the Capitol building uh, as, a, as, as like an internship. So the, before you, you even get inside of, of the main hall, there's like five levels of security. Like at, like first level, there's, you know, two dudes out front of the, of the door with uh, with long guns and they like, you know, check your ID and whatever. But then you go in to the metal detectors and then there's two more guards there. Again, you know, long guns, a whole deal. They like that. They, they wand you. They pat you down. They do all that kind of stuff. Pockets empty. Everything, and then you go to the office of like different, um, like different people in Congress and different stuff like that. And at every door is a guard with a um, with a pistol. 
and then the guy that I was working under, um, Congressman Clyburn, the, the third highest highest ranking member of Congress, like he was escorted by like five dudes, like all strapped. So I'm thinking like, ain't no way that th 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 these people just got in mm -hmm. like that. Like they, they knew something. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I was like, every time I was like, bro, let, let black people even try. Even try. Let someone we even get a jump. They're like, get out the that. No, like, I, I, I've heard, I, bro, like, I've heard stories about people that have, like, gotten, that have, like, gotten shot for, like, walking too close to, to the, to the columns. Not even the, the stairs, like, the columns of the Capitol. Like that's one of the most secure buildings on the planet, next 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 to the Pentagon and the White House and the White House. So so I'm like, how did the? Ain't no way. Like they were, there was definitely some like you know, inside I'm, stuff. I'm telling you, if you if you watch if if you watch the Marvel movies, you already know, you already know Hydra. You already know how it is. Talk about it. Man. Hey, Hydra. I was telling, I was, I was like, that's a little, I had a whole conversation about my, with my dad about this. I was like, you know, this is nothing straight by Hydra, right? And he was like, yeah. Yeah, bro, ain't no way, that they, ain't no way, ain't no way. Like that, even like, even like watching the videos back, like, thank God that they're like, you know, arresting, the, arresting the folks that, that went in. Yo, that. But like, and then what's hilarious is these people think that like, they're that that they're, they're just not gonna get arrested. Yo, the like, <laughs> yo, the FBI. Yo, I was watching it real time on like the FBI's Twitter. They were updating. It's like so and so like X'd out the recaption, and, and I was like watching videos of them going up to people's doors and escorting them out, and like handcuffs into a van. I was like, bro, the FBI. Bruh, I saw people. I I saw I saw this one dude at the airport who was getting brought in by the FBI. Like he was in handcuffs, he was struggling. He was like, he was crying too. He was like, they're treating me like a terrorist. I'm like, you, yes, no, no, you no, are. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like yo. You couldn't fly out the, the state because they're, they're on the list. So it was like, yeah, you yeah. don't come on this plane, but we staying right here. Yeah, <laughs> like, right here, boy. But I was like, yes, you are a terrorist. Like, literally, <laughs> are, bro, like. You literally stole, you stole classified information. Like, what? Bro, someone's, like, I heard about the story. Um, Someone stole Nancy, Nancy Pawski's computer. Yeah. And I was like, so what are you going to do with that information? As soon as you open it, like, the FBI is going to descend on your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're going to descend on your house, like, yeah. what ropes and, in it. Like. Yeah. And plus, they also have, like, you know, your IP address and all that other stuff. They so have their know. IP address. That's a like government authorized computer. Bro, you can't even take an iPhone out of the Apple store. You know, the whole, um, you know, in the summertime when everyone was like looting from like the stores, mm -hmm. like the Apple store on Chestnut Street got looted. You know, the Apple store in your church, like mm -hmm. it got looted. Oh, that one? Yeah. yeah, that one got looted. And literally, I was on like, like um there's like a only only in philly instagram and literally they were showing as soon as they turned on the iphones there was like please they were like please return this iphone back to the apple store this is like something tracking your location and i was like now now if apple has that on their iphones you honestly think you can go in there steal a government computer and even it's if you like, sold it you're gonna get them in trouble you're gonna get you in trouble for for like selling it and i was like i was like what was the where was the thought? What did you gain? 
Exactly. Plus, for stealing phones, you gotta steal a SIM card to go with the phone. Like, oh, the people don't, 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 don't think things through. Like, the phone won't work regardless. <laughs> exactly. And then even, even, even with the computers, like, on the on the picture, the dude, the dude had had the monitor, but he had, but like the actual like base, like he didn't have that. He stole my, the monitor, but not the actual computer. My, he stole the monitor. My favorite, <laughs> my, my favorite thing was someone went into the. Someone went into the space storm, the Capitol, and they had their work identification badge on them. Like, you know how dumb you have to be to storm one of the most secure buildings with your work identification and where you worked? Wait, yo, yo, hold on. Yo, Timmy, what are you doing right now, yo? <laughs> are you cutting hey. your toenails? No, can you hear something? I'm trying to. There's something on my toe that I'm trying to. <laughs> I, 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 I just see his knee up. And I'm like, what is he doing right now? Yeah, like... <laughs> you know. But um, quick question: Do you guys think um, this, I guess, riot culture is going to be something that will be more common in America? You know, I feel like after um, the BLM. Um, these people come up and they're like, we're just exercising our rights. You know, like that woman that got maced and she was mm -hmm. like, why did I get maced? And <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like because of how big the um, protests were and like everything that went down, I feel like everyone sees that. And they're like, if anyone can do that, then why can't I do it? So I feel like riot culture would be something that would be more common in america where people just gather and then say hey i saw that happen the other time so might as well just go do it now i, I feel mean, like that's going to I be mean, something that'll be coming i would say i mean i feel go ahead okay I was say, the main difference like, like with, the, with the blm it was it was like a bunch of outliers as being like doing the right it was mostly people that would be peaceful and then you see that like the two little groups that would go to destroy stuff and most of the time you would see the the ones who peaceful, but like, yo, stop, and then they wouldn't stop. But then of course, so the man is like, nah, they're with them. So like, they're together or, or whatever. And then, but the 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 um the storm in the Capitol, they all just gained up together to storm the Capitol for something that you can't change legally. Like doing so, if anything, it ruined their chances even more than helped them, um, with the with the electoral votes and all that stuff. So I mean, I don't know. But I I get what you're saying though. I guess. It... I feel for like me. There's like. There's a quote about this from from an anime. It said, um, he said, um, it was, oh, it was like, um, Kogias. Um, uh, you heard of it, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. yeah bro, I, I live, I live off those quotes. But one of them said that war is a form of diplomacy, albeit the least effective. So hmm. it's like those riots are like, people see kind of like how like effective they are at like the least like at like the very like peak of it because like if you're if you're doing that then there has to be like a pinnacle of like stuff that happened before to get to the point where like you're at now which is you know like blm as john said like they're outliers who you know just you know did the wrong thing we saw we saw what was happening but we also saw the peaceful side of it but it's like that's when it's like you know you haven't been heard you know like black people were you know getting like you know shot down the streets the same thing happened same thing didn't change so that was like that was like a cumulative of like everything mm -hmm. that took place was those riots so 
I see where Temis is coming from from that aspect, but like for more of like what we saw at like the Capitol, it's like that that literally held like little to no merit because like they weren't really fighting for like anything but the fact that you know they lost exactly like it's yeah. like and i don't think it's something that will only happen in like the united states as part of like right because like we've seen over like the course of like years like the what happened in what's happening in nigeria with like the nsars movement and then what's happening in what's happening in um what what happened or still happening in syria with their uprising of like the government and like all over the world i feel like riots is a form of riots is like the language of the unheard so yeah so it's like if if you're not getting heard then it's like it's gonna so it's not i don't think it's anything that's gonna be solely linked to like the united states but i feel like people are gonna start to like see it as a tool a lot more than they did before <laughs> i think that for i don't think under biden it'll be a thing because people only rioted for the most part because of what was happening but i think in terms of like uh, socioeconomic stuff but since biden is making strides to try and like heal some of that stuff i don't think so I think for, and even for trust people, like trust people aren't even like a a thing anymore right now. Cause like even the hardcore people, like they, they realize that, that Trump is, is, is just a man who got voted out like all other men. So their, their uh, deification of him like went away this, this, the second that he left because they thought that Trump was gonna fight for them. And then when he left and, not, and like nothing changed, they got woke again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and plus I think riot culture for white people is, is way different than riot culture, for, riot culture for black people because we we have to approach protests in a certain way because of our skin color, because of how we're seen in America. But white people, I think, have more freedom in, how, in their selection of that. Like they have more freedom in how they can express themselves, which if it if it is is through a riot, then you know that then you know that's what it is. But again, I, I don't think it'll be a thing in, in the coming in the coming future anyway, especially post COVID. Because I mean, if if people have jobs, then they wouldn't you know have, have the time. time. Yeah, they wouldn't have the time or the anger really. Because I mean. Those people that that's from the Capitol were mad because they they thought that Trump was gonna were mad because they, they thought that Trump that Trump got the election stole from him, which I mean of course of course it's false, but that was also catalyzed by the fact that a lot of them were poor, a lot a, a, a lot of them were from like you know Middle America like you know Kansas Louisiana whatever, a lot of them were, um, a lot of them got or you know had jobs that weren't really in use anymore so it's, it's just kind of like you know all that stuff with it but i don't really think so that it'll continue i mean think about it this way it's like you know like we had steps to end up in a riot like, it was peaceful we had a bunch of people talk about this since what 2016 um it was well, that yeah. was when trayvon was killed if i'm not if i'm, mm-hmm. not, if I'm not wrong nah. and wait nah what was that before that 
Trayvon got shot in 2012. 12? 12? 12? Okay, yeah. 2012, my fault. So, yeah, it's 2012. And then, although, like, was the same, like, the Ferguson one, that was pretty much a riot. It was mostly peaceful through each killing over and over and over and over again. And then this time, since everyone was in the middle of the pandemic and then um, George Floyd, then it became more of a violent. It was never just straight to violence. Like, with the Capitol, they skipped all the, all the steps. It just went straight mm-hmm. to, all right, yeah, we, we, we just gonna storm the Capitol, forget it. Like, zero to 100. Yeah, zero to 100. Like, we, we mm-hmm. can't do that. Like, we gotta go, like, <laughs> we gotta accelerate at a certain. No, we couldn't, we couldn't even do it if we tried. I said, let BLM try and storm the Capitol. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. You can't even go to 100, nah. go zero to 60 at most. <laughs> <laughs> or even at bro, even at twenty, we even at twenty, they threat. They think it was a threat. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 just different context, bro. Did your grades are F? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to the last or not last topic. The next topic. Um, Tema, you want to go, bro? Yeah. Sure. I, I don't remember what I it know. was, but uh, <laughs> look at it. Um. So pretty much, it's COVID. Um. And how COVID has affected humanity. And I feel like COVID has become a factor that dictates our life. And it's like, do you guys think that COVID has now, is now shaping humanity as we know it? And pretty much humanity is going to have this different lifestyle, kind of like the people from, uh, what was that? The recession? Yeah. Uh, people yeah. in that year how like they had a specific mindset so like us we still don't understand their mindset and they did like specific things specific ways and people who came after them were like why are these people acting the same way so the, i feel like covid is shaping a new mindset for humanity and i just feel like it's is yeah i feel I'll, i'm gonna take this i feel like yeah covid is kind of shaping a lot of ways how like humanity's gonna like move move forward in definitely in regards to how like how safe they are how safe everyone is who's that baby yo you gonna you gonna turn it off or (laughs) (laughs) anyway josh what's up that certainly was not me. Yeah, no, no. Um, tell me to turn this thing off, but you were talking. Oh, yeah. He still bumped yeah, it. Um, this man is Jim. Do you see, do you see this man, Jim? I can't stand this man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as I was saying, it's going to like change how people are going to like view hygiene definitely like going forward. Oh, yeah. Like, if you if you think about it, it's like this, like, this country in the world was kind of actually like it was it was pretty dirty before like you were nasty bro it was it was wild before like before like corona and like if if you if y'all don't still wash your hands y'all didn't learn your lesson like before after you know how your teachers always say like use like the 20 like the 20 seconds saying happy birthday i don't care like what you do like the whole macarena wins like you're washing your hands sing it would you say I remember seeing that homeless man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like stuff like it's like stuff like that. And it's like granted, it's like we also have to understand like not everyone is gonna be as like as privileged as us to have the situations where we can focus on like our hygiene a lot more. Like time I said, like the homeless. 
like the homeless won't they don't technically have like all the resources like they don't have like a like a house they don't have like money to be spending on like um like water hot water to like wash your hands and everything and whatnot so like regardless of that i'd say yeah it's definitely it's definitely shaping humanity how how we like how we act in certain arenas like the steps we take and like our own personal hygiene if personal hygiene is not there then get it up because we all (laughs) like we all like see like what happens it's like and if you change the way that you did things during corona then that's sort of going to be like the picture of how it's going to continue like outside and i feel like venues are going to be taking more into account like you know spaces and sort of like distance like between people i feel like people are going to be like you know still like shaking up between us because every any time a like disease or something like this impacts like the world and like with this magnitude it's gonna it's gonna change like a lot of things how things operate in like the future probably like you know airlines airports oh yeah like how people think how they act so yeah i definitely think that our mindset's gonna change like i'm definitely not gonna like blow out the candles i'm my birthday's and my birthday's no more or like (laughs) and like but at the same time i can definitely see different things being implemented like i can definitely see like you know venues having like like mandatory temperature checks or venues having like you know hand washing stations mandatory hand washing stations or like even with spacing like i can definitely see see the movies becoming like bigger spaces and like having seats that are more spread out or like um i saw this image of a concert in england like three months ago and they're like they're 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 trying to test out how to space people out and it was like like this concert in in this field and they had like six foot apart like booths Mm -hmm. so i could see stuff i could see i could see see stuff like that changing which honestly i'm not i'm not mad at like i'm like i feel like certain people will have a harder time adjusting like like i don't think that rappers like future or or the baby or travis scott are gonna have like a, a, a good time with this mm-hmm. whole thing because like their whole thing is is like you know raving and mm-hmm. you know mosh pits and whatnot like that's not going to be a thing for at least like two more years <laughs> but yeah. and 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 then and then even then like are, are people even going to feel comfortable doing that after this because like you see how dirty people <laughs> and i mean shoot even like look at the scepter right like that joint <laughs> oh yeah down terrible like, like yo if we don't if we don't get clean scepters at like after this and like you know subways that don't smell like pee <laughs> like yo 15th street bro that one with a duck of donut stairs yo nah man uh, <laughs> no, it's no, like no, you no. also need to like take into account like when we're talking about like monumental things like during corona this was the first time i think ever that or in like 25 years or something that like the new york like subway has literally been like cleaned yeah like, they literally like wiped that thing clean and I was like, now if it took this for New York to finally clean their stuff, then oh now nah, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be a whole wave after this. And I like what you said about the birthday cake, cause people be mad blowing mm-hmm. on them candles, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like now it's like you're gonna be looking at them kind of sideways. It's like especially when like when like when like 
it's, it's especially when kids do it. Oh my gosh, yeah. Little snotty nose kids be more on the It's like <laughs> you gonna hold that. I'm gonna go to the store and buy myself a cupcake I can share with you. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they scrape the icing off though. Who does? Africans. Shoot, I never seen that because I've, I've no, no, because Africans get like get like fruit cakes that have like heavy fondant on them. So the germs is so the germs is just sitting on the cake. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. I would do that. I probably I give it up icing. I really don't like icing that much no more. So I won't. I won't be a problem with it. That's that's sugar. Just straight sugar. Dang, you're getting old, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. You can dance with me, you can get different food, yo. That's what I'm saying. It's like, nah, nah. It keeps me regular. It keeps me regular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to, to, to answer your question, Tim, yeah, I, I definitely think the world's going to change. People are going to change. Like, yeah. I can't see myself moving the same that I used to move when I was back in college i'm definitely gonna be more discerning and like i, I might i might only dap up my friends now instead of like the person that that like i do the black i do the black head nod to in the street like <laughs> i'm definitely gonna... always do the black head nod in the street always, always especially when it's winter time i don't take my hands out of my coats in the winter time you get if it's below like 30 you get a, mm -hmm. getting a head nod. yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely not gonna be like sitting close to to people aside from my friends when i when i get back outside like mm -hmm. it'll, it'll it'll take a while especially in like in airplanes i feel like bruh like, can we bro, talk like, about like, airplanes like, like in airplanes i feel like there's like the airlines are gonna have to make a airlines are gonna have to make a change because it's like you can't you can't be sitting that close to people especially how they act Nah, they're definitely gonna have masks now like you know how 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 airlines do that safety brief in the beginning yeah. I think there's I think there's gonna be a part now that's gonna be added where like airlines will will provide their own masks and like have have, have the mask be a part of like the safety briefing. Cause I, I kinda I kinda be mad if I yeah, wear a mask. The I'm 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 not gonna hold you. But I mean like here's the thing, I'm I'm used to wearing a mask now as is it like it sucks, like I hate it, but we according to the CDC, we only we only have to have to wear masks until we reach herd immunity. But I, but I, I just, I just think for the sake of people's like mental, I think, mm -hmm. I think that they're definitely gonna have to stick with masks for, for, for like close, close spaces like airlines and stuff like that. Sure, you might as well. Or you gotta pay that extra. You gotta take out some extra bucks to get them seat spacings, like you know the leg room is in front. Yeah. yeah. But what I will say is, I ain't wearing no mask in the gym. No sir. Oh yeah, not the oh, gym. Yeah, no, no. Oh no, nah. nah, I ain't wearing a mask in the gym. I'm not gonna be working out, huffing and puffing, just, just, just like, yeah, yeah, no, nah, not, nah, not today. <laughs> it's like I'm already sweating in general. You think I'm gonna be sweating in a mask? Nah. I, I saw this concept image of like, like future gyms, and it looked really cool. Like it was, it was like, it was a above you, and there were grids. It, it was like a six foot by six foot grid, and each square box have like a pair of dumbbells a treadmill like stuff like that so basically and working out in a cubicle pretty much that sound like prison down, down <laughs> <Exactly. horrendous. laughs> i mean if, if if not that then i mean hey like here's my thing i'm not even i i i just want to be free to like see 
what the future will bring in terms of like the new normal, I guess. Cause this, this here, this ain't, this ain't it. Like it also, I'm not- Here's also like some food for thought. Trying on clothes at the mall. I never did that to begin with though either. Yeah, yeah but it's same. like, but it's like, how would that like, I, w- I want to see like how that's going like, how that's going to change. Cause it's like, you know, when you're trying on like shoes and they have like the little like, you know, those little like booties to like put your shoe, like feet in. So it's like, yeah, I wonder how it's going to change like clothes though. Cause it's like now, I look, if I see someone trying on clothes, I'm going to be like, hey, you better buy that. <laughs> I think people will, I, I think there might be like a thing where after you, after you try on a shirt or something like that, they might have like a basket that they, or like a, uh, uh, what's it called? A, um, a assembly line that you like put the clothes on and then it takes, takes them through a, a disinfecting process or something like that. Like I, I can see that happening, but yeah, I'm definitely not buying clothes. I, I, it, it might be a month or so before I, I do food trucks again, to be honest with you. Facts. We have to do what again? Uh, food trucks. Oh, food trucks. Okay. Yeah, it might be a month or so before I, I get back on that wave. As much as I love Burger Tank and like, you know, Honey Truck and all that, it, yeah, it might be. I mean. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what they've been doing during quarantine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And plus, like, and plus, a, a lot of them don't. I, I, I noticed on one of the trucks that they don't always wear gloves. And I'm not gonna lie, I got a problem with that. That's great. Actually, it was Richie's lunchbox, cause one of the cooks with, cause one of the one of the one of the cooks in the back was giving me fries. And he but he had no gloves on. He just put his hands in the fries and put his thing on my. He didn't give a damn. Ah, it was gross. I mean, I was hungry and you I still ate it. it. <laughs> I, was hu- I was hungry. Too. I'm not gonna hold you. That's the only meal I'm gonna get between this class. Was like, That's man, what I'm saying. I had. I might, I might pass out after I eat this, but hey, I'm hungry. Hey, I had a. Th- I had, a, I had a three hour studio class. Are you telling me that like, and I had no snacks in my bag. So like, I was like, you know, I, I blessed the food real quick. You know, I just went, went ahead. Oh, and- <laughs> God held you through that process. Cause whoo. He did bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, to, answer your <laughs> question, to answer your question again. Yeah. The world's going to change. A day was like, Lord, please bless the hands that prepared this food. Now, um, I've really, really like, never, never <laughs> prayed. I've never put so much, so much emphasis on, on that part before than I did that day. <laughs> you, you know, something I was thinking of, I think Avengers predicted this, right? Avengers? Think, look at this call. Come on, Thanos. Oh. Look at this dude. Oh man. I wasn't talking about Thanos, but now you brought that up. Now I'm talking about Thanos. <laughs> All right, look at this, right? Yeah. Think of theory? Thanos, right? As Corona, right? And then it's like wiping people off, right? And then think of Thor, right? As you, right? So after the quarantine, you're going to be looking like thick Thor. <laughs> You lost me, bro. <laughs> Just so it's, it, it's like it's like you had me. I should have gone for it, it, Is that what you're saying? It's like it's like you had me at like the like the Thanos and population, and then just like. And the fact that you're talking you see, about things and you don't be eating, so you just skinny. Like, <laughs> see, my point wasn't Thanos. My point was Thor's transformation. That's what I see for quarantine. I thought you were going with the Thanos, like, world's population. That's what the phone is going to be. No, 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 no. 
Shoot, speak for yourself. I got dumbbells over here. I got a treadmill. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm my workout game. That's all. Watch him out, Tenet. He's like, I'm tired. I'm tired of this weed gimmick you have when you just like, <laughs> like, 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 like I need y'all to stop. Like, <laughs> I am no, not. I'm not. I'm not coming out of this a pound heavier. No, yeah, granted, don't, don't, don't put that out in the air, Tenet. Granted, during, during the summer, I did gain like 10 pounds, but 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 I lost I, I lost all of it. <laughs> Tenet said we. We. Yeah, there's there's too much going on for me to be fat. I gotta Valentine's Day is coming up, so you know I gotta be on my on my egg game. Oh my god! First off, we you didn't have a Valentine. I'm so weak. Do you want a Valentine, John? Repeat that. What? He asked you if you had a Valentine this year. No sir. I said, do you want a Valentine? Hey yo, pause. What you trying to say? What you doing? Like, 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 I was, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, Tim, I sent up the background so I can make you my world with the whole earth in the back of him. I may said that. Yeah, so any single ladies watching us right now, we're single. You know what I'm saying? He <laughs> said that. Me? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I. I just, no, I'm playing. I'm good. Um, we're playing. So we. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing. Yeah, this man, this man, this man, foolish. <laughs> Well, <laughs> before we before we get girls up in our dms josh uh let's do your topic last bro can't stand you um, <laughs> all right it's gonna be it's all about you know like christian like christian creatives and really you know keeping keeping like god like a forefront of like what you're doing as a creative because it's like sometimes people out here like will get like you know lost in the sauce and instead of you know just like going for you know their content in which they like originally went for they're like kind of like yeah. drang they're like straining off like the path and really focusing on like more engagements and like how much like they're getting out of like you know finances their engagements likes retweets like views instead of really focusing on you know getting the art yeah like the art and getting God's word out there using, you know, the skills that he blessed you with. So mm-hmm. like the fine line between like really doing content as a Christian versus, you know, what you expect to gain out of that content. Heard you. In the words of Gucci Mane, if you have no sauce, then you're lost. But you can also get lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> like you said, it's, it's a fine line. She made for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a bar when he said that back in like back in like 20. This is before he went to jail. <laughs> so it was like what, like like 09, 2010? Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah, bro, he's been in jail for that long. Yeah, he caught like 
like like four years or so, oh something crazy God. like that. Yeah. He killed somebody. <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it's been that long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I agree. I agree that I think that um when it comes to Christian creativity, I think people need to put the same emphasis on the art as the message. Cause I feel like a lot of Christian art suffers from being like too like preachy or like being too surface level. Like that's why I'm not like a huge fan. Well, I also don't really don't resonate with it as much, but with bands like <clears throat> like uh Elevation or Hillsong, whatever, I don't I don't really gravitate towards that sound because to me it's kind of superficial and little studio yeah <laughs> like i um i mean also i just don't resonate with that kind of music like i resonate more to like uh like the more i guess indie quote-unquote christian artists that are out there but um I, I just I, I like it when Christians put the same amount of effort into the music or into the visuals or into like these things then then the message because I feel like Christians will sometimes be so scared to like try things like because we put well not again we nah <laughs> but uh Christian creators will often put glorifying God as the baseline and the height so there so everything in between is like not really given as much attention to like first of all you 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 glorify god in everything that you do because you are yielded to him so glorifying god is like already innate within you so that's not that's not something something that you gotta like focus on so i think when christians get into the art space and they come in there without mindset their art suffers because they don't put the same because the, the, they just look at the bare minimum as good enough when, I mean, and, and, the, and then my thing too is like, if, if you're, if you're like Lecrae, right. Or if, or if, if, if you're like a Christian painter or whatever, and God has made that your ministry, then why would you not make it, the, make it the dopest thing ever? Like if, like if, if he's if he's if he's giving you that talent then why would you not use it to the fullest extent like like why would you follow what's already been done and like why like every piece of art that you made doesn't need to have a, a cross on it <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it can just be cool like I, I don't know that's just my take on it yeah i agree it's like people believe that being like a a christian content equates to making content that only appeals to the, the christian audience you know what I'm saying? Where you can make content that appeals to everyone else without like um going against your ideas of what you believe in. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that that that's a whole wide variety of stuff you can make that still stay in line with what you what you think about. It doesn't only have to be like, all right, I'm gonna make a cross or an angel or something like that. Like, you can really make whatever you want. But it's like people like to put themselves in this one little dimensional box where then they can't grow. Cause if you stay in that one dimension, there's gonna be a certain point where you reach a limit and you're not gonna continue to evolve further. Cause look, I, like I say, the world move forward, you gotta move forward with it. So, I feel like, yeah, it's just like, you know, same thing as John says, it's like, you know, you can, you can think outside of the box while still having, you know, your message be about God. Like, it doesn't have to be like, you know, what, like, what everyone else is doing. Cause if you're doing what everyone else is doing, then it's like, are you truly going to be like unique and getting your, like getting yourself out there to like the best of your abilities. It's like, you can, you can 
maximize your potential and be different while still honoring God. Both can be true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not they're not they're not mutually exclusive either. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't because I can kind of understand why people will be apprehensive because they don't want to dishonor God. But again, it's like if you just yield to him, then he'll, then he'll show you how to do it. Like, and like, and like John said, everything that you made doesn't have to be like explicitly like, you know, Jesus, 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 Jesus. But like, like I made a, like I'm making a pop smoke at it right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna post my Instagram, like pop smoke, but I'm still like a Christian at the end of the day. Like it's not, <laughs> the two aren't mutually exclusive. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, <laughs> like just, uh, just find your niche, I guess, and just do what you can, which is why I, all right, no disrespect, kind of, to Kanye, but like, Jesus, Jesus King could have been a way better album, and I think he knows that. He knows it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, been you, <laughs> like, this is the same dude that made 808s, Dark Fantasy, and Jesus back to back. Like, like, you telling me that you, like you couldn't make a better album than that. <laughs> no, that. It's like the reason why he didn't was cause he was scared of trying something new while also elevating himself. Cause it's like, when it's like all of his music was different before then. So when he tried this album, it could have been great, but it's like, he had this like, sort of like thing was like, uh, maybe I should like, you know, like hold back on my true potential because of what like I'm talking about is new and most of my like most of my fan base is like pretty like pretty like i don't know when it came to like that type of music so he was kind of like i feel like he was like reserving himself but he's made gospel but he's made gospel tracks before though that's my thing like he made uh -huh. jesus walks he made ultralight ultralight beam is a straight gospel song it's like 10 minutes long like he can do it and make it dope see but those were just like those were those were like two songs though right it wasn't an album no, you the two singles, right? You see what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I think I think um then again he explains it in um what's that thing called? What's that song? Ooh, uh, what happens after? It's not the Jesus is King. The one where he speaks about Christians. The sailor? No, no, no. Uh, uh uh hands on. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah he speaks about that of how like i think like life of pablo was meant to be like it was meant to be like a christian album so that's why there were like some christian references but um it's kind of like that disapproval of so-called christians and i think that's the thing with christian creatives too where it's like you receive this disapproval because you don't fit this certain bubble so um people are like uh, uh no that's not good and that's the same thing that happened with a lot of christian hip-hop artists where it's like a lot of people were canceling them because they believed um hip-hop was was the devil's music um so it's is that kind of thing where it's like uh people i guess have this bubble that they want everything to fit into and if you don't fit in that bubble then you're most likely to get canceled and people some people fall into the fear of like i don't want to get canceled because i'm not fitting that belt so i'm going to 
fit in all this ball because like if you if you look um what was that other song that he released after that was like completely weird what no watch us watch us in the blood oh watch us in the blood the video that he released like right after the whole album came out he released like this other video where it was like this was like old kind of like old kanye stuff and it was like pretty much pushing the barriers of um christian i guess christian creativity where it's like it wasn't just this one sound but now this was like completely different this was like old kanye mixed with jesus so i think it was just like that fear of like i didn't want to do the wrong thing but then when you realize that god had like the bible tells us that we should do everything like and make it perfect for god so it's like if you're doing something why are you putting the limits on it this has to be perfect this has to be the best thing this has to be something that when people look at it's like wow that is really good why because i'm doing this all for the glory of god so i think um that should like that should force us to like push more but then again there's like the other side of it um i think like the people called ecclesia think those are people that i'm a bit iffy about because some people take that and they take that to the extreme and then they push push limits and before you know it they're like inserting some other thing into what they believe and now they're like having multiple views and before you know it those are the kind of people that will come up to this context that you know there is only one or like all gods are the same you know zeus is the same thing as jesus and that kind of thing so it's like it's good to push those boundaries, but then also be careful when pushing them so that you don't push them overboard. Yeah. For me, I, I saw it in a more of a musical standpoint because, okay, because I, when I listen to, um, I, I, I always compare it to, well, I just can't compare it to all this old stuff, but there's a certain level that Kanye already set for himself because like production and so saying all that. So if you're making a, a, a gospel album of some sort, like you can still put that, say, storytelling production into that but it didn't feel that way it felt a lot lower quality in my opinion which is why i didn't personally like the album and that's what i was saying the entire time i was like yo like the album could have been better because content wise produce production wise all that just the way it was set up wasn't a good album a musical project in general which is what it comes to like critical content is like it's not only just the the aspect of it being you can make be like about gospel but like how good the content is, is also a part of it because you can you can talk about god as much as you want but if the delivery is trash, then who's gonna listen to it? This is how it works. Not that the delivery, in my, in my opinion, wasn't good in, in, in Jesus King. That's why I didn't like the album. The delivery could have been better. That's why with the comes to Christian rap, they deliver it in a certain way where it's more appealing to other people, where they can listen to it more. So that's that's just how that's how I, I saw it personally. Yeah, I it's weird because I, I I just see art differently. I mean like to me, when Kanye said that 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 that, that, that Papa was meant to be a, a gospel album, I, lo- I looked at every track, listened listened to every track, and I was like, low key. When you when you look at like the greater themes of the album, like mm-hmm. fam, like faith and family, and like Kanye trying to find his way in the midst of like celebrity and excess, and like his kids and all that kind of stuff, like it it low key sounds like the realest Christian album you you would ever hear. Cause, cause it's it's real. I feel like what lacks a lot of time in Christian art is the realness. Like, even with rappers, Christian, Christian rappers that I like, like KB. I mean, he never talks about like his life or like his fate or his mess ups or like his, you know, 
problems traveling. Like Kanye puts all that, granted to his own volition, but he puts all that on display and he, he makes it clear like, look, I'm not perfect. I mess up, I lust, I watch porn. Like my wife, you know, did, did this uh, 10 years ago. My kids, you know, don't want to grow up in this situation. Like that, and then mm-hmm. to, to, to start it off, wait, what do you say? That's why the one broke in the Bible. As real as yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like Christian art lacks a lot of realness. They they focus on like the good parts and like the the salvation stories and the exactly. and like the the freaking um like the good parts of of the Christian world, which the, which there are many, but nobody talks about like the realness, like the fallbacks. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like with with um I feel like I feel like what with Pablo, that was Kanye's gospel album. Because while, I mean, obviously music-wise, while it did contain certain sonic elements of, of gospel and Christian music and, and, and things like that, and lyrics, it was just him showing like, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of God, but like life is hard. Like I'm, I'm a celebrity, my you know wife used to be a porn star, like all this different kind of stuff, right? Like it's, it's real. And I feel like that's why I gravitate more towards. I feel like that's why even with like Christian rap, like I'm not a huge Christian rap fan. Like I listen to, I, I, I listen to KB, and that's really it. <laughs> like, like all my other hip hop is like Nas, Joy Badass, like Lupe, like people like that. Cause I I just like hearing people's like, you know. I like hearing the realness in people's music. Which I feel like Christian music lacks a lot of. And actually, <clears throat> I'll, I'll give an example for um, in Kendrick Lamar, "Sing About Me" and uh, "Tired of Running yes. Around the Sega Park," right? Yes. The entire song was a story song, and at the end of the at the end of the song, what what what, what was that? The Lord's Prayer. Kendrick got baptized at the Kendrick end of the song. Got, at the end of the song, that that like I said, these ways you can deliver it and still get the message across. That's that's all I'm saying, you know, and be mm-hmm. effective with it. That's all I'm <clears throat> yeah, like, dude, that what like when that when that song hits and Kendrick's like, I woke up this morning and figured I call you a kiss and I hear tomorrow. Like, dude, that's like, that's real. <laughs> and Lord Kendrick is real. He is. I'm real. I'm. I, I don't. I don't know if y'all know that song. <laughs> I'm really, really real. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, Christian rappers especially need to need to go on that. I know that I know I know, I know that Lecrae has a couple times, but his albums to me are always like salvation stories. Like like I said, like it's like it's, it starts off on, on the high, he hits a low, and then he comes back and it's like a giant praise song. But like Life of Pablo, like it doesn't end in a good like it ends in um it ends with. Uh, Faith, which is like not a great song to end off of in terms of like uh, uh, albums and, and albums cohesion, mm-hmm. but it, but again, like it's just real. Yeah, like you know, we don't always make it back. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you know, just like some, it's like some Christian rappers, they really need to just like, I just like you know, not every, not everything is gonna be you know great all the time, and like you know, salvation stories, while you know okay same problem it's like while salvation stories like you know are great it's like you know sometimes it's okay to you know talk about 
where you were versus like where you are now or even then you know like the steps the steps that you took because it's like as i said like you know and everything's gonna be sunny and bright like the yeah. sun does go down sometimes yeah. But all yeah. <laughs> yeah and last thing is I, I feel like when you allow yourself to not be hinged by like what you're supposed to be oh yeah um we're gonna wrap up in like 10 minutes semi. but um this is this is the last thing I'm gonna say. When you um, when you allow yourself to not be constrained by like what you should be, then your talent becomes better too. Like, I've never heard a, a Christian rapper spit like Joey Badass or like or like spit as good, ex ex except for like John Bellion and like like a, a, a few others here and there. But like the popular ones, like I've never heard. Like I never heard Lecrae spit as dope as like Nas or something like that. But I feel like they're like constrained to what they're supposed to be, and they don't let themselves explore. Are y'all beefing? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, yo, cause I know it's ten minutes. Like his whole thing is vibrating, bro. I'm like, yo, is your house moving, bro? Like, yo, what's good? Like, I'm gonna be confused. Um, yeah, I think like. I, I, uh, the point that they brought up, like those who are mainstream are not those who are the realest, mm. you know, Facts. and I, I started like, I think I just sent you a song. I started doing like research into like, and you find out that like real people, like that one guy, William Carter, shout out to him. Um, yeah. He's the guy's a New York guy. He has the most New York rap voice you've ever heard. Um, and he's like not mainstream. And he raps about stuff so i i think like what is being put out in the mainstream is just those who are like yeah life is good but life isn't always good you know that's what i was like when i was talking about you know the like the fine line between like where like you are as like a christian like creative whether it be like you know music photography be like your podcast because once like once podcast like anything turns mainstream you can really see like the difference between it's like how they how they were when they started out and sort of like where they are now or as some people say like what happened when you like got hollywood or something like that and suddenly like everything changes like how are you like <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> what is like <laughs> how you like how your art is changes your like the, the things that you're trying to um, convey, they change, their stories change. So, yeah, I feel like you both are right when it comes to, you know, like mainstream media as like a Christian artist, it's really like, it's really more focused on, you know, like everything's like, everything's great. Everything's going to be all right because, you know, like the Lord is with us, but all like that's like to an extent that's true. But most of the times it's like, you have to understand that it's like, even though the Lord is with you, you still will have like your setbacks. You will still have, you know, the days where, you know, you're not, you're not feeling like the best, like the struggles that you'll have, you know, through day to day. So you won't probably hear about that in mainstream because it's not like, it's not raw. And if you do, it's not delivered. I'm going to keep delivery, but it's not going to be... But that's my main point. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of hearing stuff that's not being delivered properly out. Like, 
I feel like I waste my time listening to a whole album and it's just mid. Like, yo, like, I sat here. Took an hour and a half of my day to just listen to what you got to say. And you deliver some mid? Like, a lot of Some mid, yo? I got PTSD down bad. Bro, just call me that's, that's one example. That could be one of them. <laughs> oh, don't don't talk about that. <laughs> I, I've only heard snippets snippets of that, and I'm like, sheesh. Because like I used to listen because before I like became devout, I used to listen to Playboy Cardi and like. Are you talking I, about that album that just came out? Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. no, yeah. And that that lit was and that lit was cool. So I was like, all right, I guess a whole lot of resident be cool. But then it came out after I became devout, so I, so I just heard snippets and I was like. Yeesh. <laughs> no, like, that... like you went from shooters to this. <laughs> I mean, it's part. Of, that's also part, I know it's because of the leaks, so you couldn't put the same songs, but still, it wasn't. That's on him, oh. though. Like, I, I, I feel yeah, like the just can't keep leaking. I feel like that's on him. Like, yo, yeah, don't, have, dude, don't, don't get this man any excuses. That album, that album hurt my ears. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, that's on him. Like, don't have, don't have, don't have nobody in the studio. Then, if your songs keep, keep getting lit, like him, 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 him and Uzi. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. We can't we can't talk about Uzi right now. Uzi's on my list. Did y'all see the this freaking yeah, uh uh-huh. the Thanos Stone he got uh-huh. put in this uh-huh. for? Yeah. <laughs> Uzi's on my list after he put that $25 million diamond in his head. He's a walking lick. Like he can't go, he can't go to Broad Street with with that thing on his forehead. <laughs> Bro, I saw the meme about him like um vision getting his stones taken up by Vision taking that job. <laughs> Yeah, no, he can't go to he can't go anywhere to like to Philly with that thing in his head. Right? He like, gets stuck up. Like he's here in Philly to walk around with that is bad for him. Well, if he gets robbed, then don't say that we didn't warn him. Mm-hmm. But... You know, warn him. He should have never done that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think with that, if y'all are cool to wrap up. Yeah. Oh. Y- y'all good? Yeah, <laughs> All right. Um, that was episode nine of the Men of God podcast. We want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, thank y'all for being supportive, for being loyal. Uh, like I said before, we're going to try to to get these out more to you and just give you some more dope content. Hope y'all have a good rest of y'all weeks, a good rest of y'all months, and we'll see y'all in the next one. Yes, sir. Bye. Stay, stay safe, stay blessed. Tell me if you done bad. Uh-huh.